The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers, On the Road Again, featuring actor, author, playwright, and political commentator Jordan Rhodes on Talk 94.5. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road. That's again. right. Jordan Rhodes is actually on the road. He's in Wilmington. What are you doing in Wilmywood? Well, uh, I'll tell you, I just got accused by Nick to bringing the cold weather down here, Liz. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's your I, fault. I, <laughs> that's right. Uh, before, I, before I get into my commentary, uh, I wonder if you guys would permit me to do a good Samaritan story. Sure. Okay. Uh, as you, uh, Nick, I think you and Liz both know that when I come down to Wilmington, we stay with a family friend that was a friend of my, uh, of Lynn's uh, mother's. And, uh, of course she asked us this time when we stayed here, she always lends me her little pickup truck. Uh, if we would watch her animals because she rescues animals. So, uh, she has her own dog, which is a, a Ridgeback. So we watch him and currently, uh, she has six cats. So we're watching the four cats, and then there are two other cats that live in a little shed place out here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I was uh, so I drive her truck. Well, uh, day before yesterday on Monday, we were coming back from a little trip, and uh, on the truck, and the truck began to react kind of funny, and all of a sudden the front end fell over to the left, and I said to Lynn, "We've got a flat tire." Uh-huh. So I turned into a little community there. Mm-hmm. and stopped and got out. And of course, the front left tire on this little truck was completely shot. So no AAA, nothing at all. So we, we we didn't have a clue. And our friend was getting ready to leave on her trip to Florida. So I was going to call a couple of friends of mine. Now, here's the Good Samaritan. Uh, a gentleman was coming along walking his dog. And he came over and he saw we had a flat tire. And he said, uh, boy, he said, you know, there's a tire place uh, not too far from here. He said, let me give them a call and see if they've got this tire in. Now, these these are people I don't know from Adam. It's just a guy walking his dog. Mm-hmm. So he's making the call to the store to find out about the tire. In the meantime, another guy comes up. His name was Dave, the guy that I was first telling you about. His name was Jeff. And I would love for my ego to say that this is how this all happened, but that's that's not true. After he'd made this call and we talked for a minute, he said to me, what's your name? And I said, I'm Jordan Rhodes. And he said, I used to listen to you on the radio all the time. You had a talk wow. show here. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was blown away. I mean, that's over 10 years ago. <laughs> and, and I said, uh, yeah. And then he said, Wait a minute. He said, you married, and he looked over at Lynn, and he said, is your name Linda? And she said, yeah, well, Linda, and she, he said, you worked with my wife at Belch. You were the makeup uh, person there. Huh. <laughs> so, so now we're doing that, right? Now, now, these are good Samaritans. Now, Dave has arrived at this time, and he <laughs> looks down, and he says, do you have a jack? And I said, looked at everything, I said, no, there's no jack here at all. He said, I got a jack at the house. He said, it'll take me about 10 minutes. I'll go to the house, get my jack. I'll come back. I'll take this off for you. I can't believe- so he goes to his house. Now Dave comes back with his truck, gets out with a jack. They didn't ask me to do a thing. He gets out with the jack, jacks up the truck, takes, wow. the, takes, the, takes the thing off, throws it in the back of his truck, drives me over to the tire place, waits with me at the tire place. Now here's where it really gets fun. Wait for me at the tire place. At the tire place, one other person in there, when they heard my name, he turned out to be a radio guy, too. He used to work on radio down here. Barry, 
I don't know if his last name is Bozic. I can't remember. But anyway, he said, I used to listen to your show all the time. You're Jordan Rose. This is years, years later, Liz. Liz, years later. So, so we get the tire, and we're driving back over, and I'm trying to say to Dave, I'm saying, you know, listen, I, I, I'd really like to pay you something. He says, no, no. He says, no. He said, I'm happy to do this for you. He said, by the way, my mother is a real big fan of Matlock. She used to watch you on that show all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm about to fall out of the truck. You know, I'm, 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 I'm going, I, I'm going, what? And he said, yeah, he said, uh, yeah, she, she thought that Lieutenant Harmon Andrews was, was a, was a kind of a neat guy is what she said. So wow. then I said to him, I said, I said, do you do it? Turns out this guy is retired, but he's in a band. And so here's what we wound up doing. Uh, Lynn is giving him one of her CDs and I told him, I'll give him one of my, I'll give him one of my DVDs of the Papa play because he knew when we had done that here. Uh-huh. So I would love for, I would love for my ego to say here, I was stuck out there and these people came by and recognized me and helped me, but they didn't, they came by and helped me, <laughs> did all this stuff. And then later told me who, who, who I was and, and who they remember. That me. is unbelievable. So yeah. Isn't it? We're, we're going to take Dave and his wife out for a lunch on either Sunday or Monday because I, I, I tried to give him some money. He wouldn't hear so of it. So were you but, in the neighborhood of where your friend lives or no? Well, we were quite a ways from where she lives. Oh, and okay. uh, we and we and somebody did recommend to us, which is completely wrong. They said we could drive the truck up to that tire place, but you, you can't do that. If you drive on a flat tire, oh, yeah, you'll no, mess no. up your rim yeah. and you can't do it. So anyway, that's that's my Good Samaritan story. And I can only tell you this, if if that was in New York, somebody said, do you think that would have happened? I said, no, in New York, somebody would have come and stolen the other three tires off the truck. <laughs> Plus, And leave it up on blocks, and, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave it on blocks. Plus, they would have taken whatever they could take out of the truck. Mm-hmm. You know, the, there was a trailer hitch and stuff like that. So but, how many uh, times did was, you appear as Lieutenant Harmon uh, Andrew on there? Uh, a little over three years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that was a, yeah. was that on every episode? That oh, time? no, 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 no. The only reason I got that job is that the guy that was doing the uh, lieutenant, uh, different lieutenant out in California, when they moved the show from California to uh, to Wilmington, because Andy wanted to be close to his home in Manzanita up there. And uh, when they moved it, the actor that was doing the lieutenant out there in California, he didn't want to make the move. Mm-hmm. So uh, Leo Penn, who was Sean Penn's dad, uh, Leo was directing the shows, and he called me in New York, but I wasn't in New York. I had traveled from New York. My mother uh, lived down here in North Carolina, and I had traveled down to see my mother, which I, I did quite often to make sure she was okay because, right. you know, I was an only child, and I checked in with her, and I happened to be at my mother's. So Leo called my home in uh, New York, and they told him that I was in North Carolina, so he called me at my mom's. And I answer the phone. It's Leo Penn from California, and then he says, "Hey, kid, what are you doing?" And I said, "I'm down in Vermont." I said, "I said, where are you?" He said, "I'm in Wilmington." I said, "Wilmington, North Carolina." He said, "Yeah." So, what are you doing down there? He said, "I'm directing a show." I said, "In Wilmington? I didn't know they had a film studio here." Yeah. He said, "Yeah." He said, "I'm doing a, I'm doing the Matlock series." He said, uh, "How far are you from me?" And I said, "Oh, hey, it's over here in Lumberton. This is nothing at all." I said, "I've come over and see you." He said, "Yeah, I got something in mind for you." So what he had in mind for me was me to come over and meet 
the producer, which I did, and they wanted me to do this guest star on the show. Mm-hmm. And then when they got through with their meeting, I went out and uh, he and Leo spoke. And uh, the producer said, uh, I don't really want to use him for that guest shot. He said, do you think he would be willing to recur as the lieutenant? And so uh, I, I always love that in our business, Liz, when, <laughs> when people ask, when people, rather than you go in and you beg them for a job, yeah. people ask, people say, would you be willing to? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was the same thing with Streets of San Francisco. I was painting my dining room in, in Hollywood, <laughs> I, where I lived. I was painting my dining room when my agent called up and says, uh, Jordan, uh, yeah, Alex Brewis is my agent at the time. Going, he said, Jordan, look, I, I don't know if you'd be interested in this or not. He said, I just got a call from Quinn Martin. And he said, uh, would you be interested in uh, in doing the district attorney on uh, on nah, streets of San Francisco up there? <laughs> yeah, and I had I had to knock the phone against the wall, and I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait, you, you, you're, you're asking me if I would be willing to do the district attorney a recurring role with Carl wow. Mullen? And so, it, I mean, it's just how nuts the business is. But yeah, so that, and of course, I did the radio show after the Matlock thing, and for uh, for the guy, Jeff, to tell me that, you know, uh, I always loved that. I told you that one story about the lady who saw me in line one time at a friend of mine's memorial down here, and mm-hmm. she said, uh, I know you. You used to be Jordan Rhodes. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Wait, who are you now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, but Nikki didn't hear the best part. She said, you used to be Jordan Rhodes, and your hair was darker. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, Lord. Anyway, enough of that. Well, uh, it seems that Trump, again, uh, did did what we expected him to do in Iowa. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think he did great. And, of course, they're still after him to just know. I mean, it's just it's just unbelievable. They're, they're, they're still going to try everything they can to keep him off the ballot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, uh, unbelievable. And I, I don't know much about this because unfortunately I haven't been able to do any of the, really of the New York stuff that I do since I've been down here. I've been, and we'll discuss that in just a minute. Some of the things I've found and I, and I'm not dogging anybody down here, mm-hmm. but I am finding out that, uh, there's, it doesn't seem to be a lot of awareness of what's going on in some of these major hubs you know, like New York City and, of course, Los Angeles and San Francisco and Chicago, all of these, uh, you know, blue places where everything is just horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Trump's win was great. And uh, uh, Ramaswamy, he, I understand he dropped out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, we okay. played earlier right. a whole, um, you know, uh, he went to New Hampshire and spoke at Trump's rally, too. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, we've talked about this before and you guys, I, I don't know. I, the Republicans continue to like shoot themselves in the foot. You know, I mean, you have all of these people, DeSantis really took off on, uh, on, on Trump and, uh, they, they just seem to all of this infighting, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't, That's just, typical. I don't know. It's I, typical in primaries. I mean, it's not surprising. Yeah, I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it is. I, I hope they do get together. I yeah. uh, I did have a friend of mine call me and ask me if I was aware of Dr. Fucci's D.C. testimony. And mm-hmm. uh, I told him no. So he filled me in on that. Did you guys catch any of that? Uh, no. Nick, did this we catch is about, any of that? No. Yeah, yeah. this is, uh, yeah, he, yeah, his testimony. You, you, you're going to love this. They, they did a count. He 100 times in being questioned about the uh, 
about the uh, social distancing and all that. Oh, Dr. Fauci. Okay. I didn't yeah, hear yeah, the yeah. Fauci part. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mis- yeah. I misheard you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, 100 times his remark was, I don't remember. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. We interviewed Dr. Pierre Corey, who wrote an op-ed about all of the admissions that Dr. Fauci made in that 14-hour um, hearing. But we uh-huh. found out that the transcript has not yet been released. So the only thing we know about that hearing is what the, um, you know, the members that were there heard. You know, they kind of gave a synopsis. But we're still waiting to get the 14 hours of transcript from that. Oh, Lord. I, I'm yeah. telling you, it's just it's unbelievable. Yeah. And I don't what is this? What's this nonsense again? You know, I, my spies that are out there that know that I do this little gig on your show uh-huh. uh, have been getting in touch with me. Uh, right now, they're claiming all of these supporters of DeSantis, and maybe you guys can help me understand this. They're they're claiming that the supporters of DeSantis are going to move out of Florida if Trump wins. I, I what 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 is that all about? Yeah, I heard Barbara Streisand is driving what? the bus. <laughs> yep, but, but 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 Nick, what 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 is that? Why, Do you know that DeSantis you... is not polling in Florida in the primary? He's losing to Trump. I checked that. Yeah, Trump it, is winning sixty percent. Yeah, it just blows me away that his supporters would say that they're going to move out of his state if Trump wins. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this this is <laughs> what they do though. It's the same thing, you know. When Trump won, they are all screaming and crying in the streets. We're moving to Canada, ah! you know. Oh, not yeah, not yeah. one of them left. It's all nonsense. They're just a bunch of whiners. I'm sorry that obviously can't handle reality. If you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I, I certainly hope Barbara Streisand sticks by her guns and moves to London if Trump is available. Mm. Because I, I have some friends out there in California that would love for Barbara to lo- move to London. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's, just, it's just, just unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, 77% of the uh, Nikki supporters uh, say that they, they, they won't support Trump. Well, they're all uh, Democrats, that, so what do you expect? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, oh gosh. Well, the only thing that I've gotten from New York, which is uh, it's just unbelievable. These and, and I'm happy I'm able to tell your listeners on your show mm-hmm. about this. They've come out with this thing now. They're saying in New York that crime is down 23 percent from 2022. Wow. That that is a complete lie. I'm going to repeat that again for all of the listeners. That's a complete lie. What is down 23% are arrests. Arrests uh-huh. are down 23%. So they're just arresting less. No, they're, they're, they're just telling a lie. They're trying, the Democrats there are trying to say, oh, well, it's, it's getting much better, you know, for 2023 because the crime was down 20. No, arrests were down 23%. Mm-hmm. And here's a real kicker uh, any kind of convictions were down 47%. Wow. Convictions and that's the prosecutors down. right there. That's unbelievable. Well, well, of course. And 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 look at this thing. That I'm still talking about those two young teenagers that were in Grand Central Station in the mm-hmm. in the in the one of the safest places down there, Liz, where you go and you eat. Yeah. When this guy who had been arrested 17 times mm-hmm. stabbed those two teenage girls. Oh, one of them wow. was in the hospital with a collapsed lung. The other oh. one he stabbed in the leg. 
but I mean, 17 times, and only three weeks before, which they didn't talk about at all, he had been arrested for threatening a lady with the knife. And so they arrest him and then turn him right back out on the street. Yeah. It's, it's, anyway, it's, it's just, it's insane. Hey, and Jordan, I will... real quick before we leave, I want to ask you, because I ran into somebody on the street, speaking of people going, Jordan Rhodes, somebody told me, and you can tell me, I didn't have a chance to look it up, because it just hit me, did you appear on Battlestar Galactica? Oh, yes. <laughs> ah! Someone is a big fan of that show, recognized your name and said, that's got to be the same guy. Ask him next yeah. time. Yeah, I, 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 I played Brace, and I'll tell you, I was so good, Nick and Liz, that I've never let my wife watch those shows. <laughs> oh! <laughs> What's the matter? Battlestar Galactica was cool. <laughs> well, when I, when I used to go to those before the... COVID, when I went to those uh, nostalgia celebrity conventions, it was unbelievable. The first one I went to, I only took about 10 pictures of me as Brace from Battlestar Galactica, and I took all of the others, Bonanza and Streets of San and all of that. Well, what was my biggest one that I signed more, and I had the, the guy that was my booking agent at the time, had to come and take one and run out to a print store and have more made. Battlestar Galactica. See? People would come and look. People would come and, and look at my table, and they would see all these things, and then they go, "Oh, oh, that's right. He was braced on Battlestar Galactica." <laughs> I love it. I got to look at a picture of this. Uh, how's Lauren oh, Green? Was he a good guy? Uh, uh, yeah, actually, Lauren was not only a good guy; he was a funny guy. Okay. Uh, when I, I joke, if I can do this real quick, when I was doing, I did a Bonanza once. And he, we had a scene where he's uh, sending me and my uh, girl, my wife, who was Pamela Franklin. She had been nominated for an Oscar from uh, Prime of Miss Jean Brody. She played my wife. We were the two guest stars. Anyway, we we're loading up in the thing, and uh, uh, Lauren comes out to give us some food. And his line is he's supposed to say, oh, by the way, Charles, uh, Hop Singh made you some sub 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 And he's there with Michael, uh, Michael Landon. And we're getting on a thing, and, and Lauren goes, and this is doing a take. And Lauren goes, oh, by the way, uh, sorry, um, uh, uh, and Michael turned to him and said, Hop Singh, Lauren. Hop Singh is his name. He's only been our cook for 30 years. <laughs> Lauren, 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 Lauren couldn't remember the name of Hop Singh. <laughs> that's funny. Wow. Well, that's uh, so cool. Are all these pictures in your book? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, when you, when you, when you when you look through the book, you'll you'll see a bunch of those. But I don't I don't know. Oh yeah, there's a there's Battlestar. The brace is in there. All right. Well, <laughs> the life of a blue collar actor is available on bookbaby.com. That was fun, Jordan. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye bye. Bye. All right, everybody. We'll see you here tomorrow. Same channel. Thanks for listening to the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers.